Welcome to Thinking Reimagined, produced by Live Abundantly. Live Abundantly is committed to justice, equity, equality, diversity, and inclusion for the creation of a global society which respects the rights and well-being of all citizens. We invite you to visit our website livesabundantly.com to support our initiatives for women, youth and children. Thinking Reimagined, changing the mindset for For a better better global society. You know, one thing that people don't understand is that tongues, our tongues differ. Absolutely. You and your place mm. of birth, mm. your your place of birth matters a lot. If if you are born in the if you are a Nigerian child born in the UK, you will speak like somebody, you will speak like somebody born in the UK. If you can I, I tell people if they take you away from Nigeria at the age of 15 and they take you to any part of the world, your tongue will be very hard to change. Unless you, unless maybe from six years old. You see, there's one musician back in the days when we were growing up. She did a song called Every Kilometer Means Another Language. Mm. And means every kilometer, the weather changes. And it is a spiritual thing that people should know. The atmosphere changes and it changes the tongue of the child. It changes the tongue of the person. That's why you will see somebody, you can identify people with their tongue, with their dialect. So it is very hard for you to know somebody that can speak good English. I've been, I've, I've traveled out of this country and somebody that I know that always speak English, somebody, a British man um, spoke English to him and he said, pardon. And I said, why are you telling him pardon? <laughs> because I was expecting him because this man this man was speaking something like he was just roll, rolling his tongue mm. and and some but I, I know that my mom used to tell me that it's called Cotnik um. <laughs> <laughs> so and you so know that, mm, you, you, that, you. that child at that have, event yes. was the highlight to me because it is, it, do you know what it takes for somebody to, add, to to come up publicly and say, because I cannot express myself very well, that's why they are mocking me, or because of mm-hmm. I cannot, I cannot um, speak good English, that's why they are laughing at me. And a lot of people do it in our country. They mock people because they cannot spell well. They mock people because they cannot uh, express themselves very well. You don't know it is you that is mocking that person. That you you don't mock people because they don't know you correct them. Absolutely. You understand? And and you see, after that, they believe that that child would not be she anywhere she goes, she will be speaking boldly. Mm. I agree. So you did very well. You did very well because I was even looking at even when the guest you turn and look and say, but who told you you cannot speak good English? (laughs) (laughs) I feel told you can speak well. Absolutely. No, Daddy Shoki, Daddy Shoki did most of his uh, biggest songs in Pidgin language. I mean, Daddy didn't stop Nigerians oh, to understand his message and enjoy his music. Yes. Oh, you, you, know, you see, you see, that. when when I did 
When I did my first solo album, and I wanted something that would differentiate me from those guys singing reggae music, I and I, Irie, Irie, Irie. I said, okay, what will I do now? I said, okay, let me infuse broken English into reggae music. Mm. You understand me? I started right. by trying to do something that would be different from them. That's why I did Angel Talonimoto NA771. That is, I just tried to do something different. And you know, that is what made me what that is what made my song to go uh mm -hmm. all over the country because people saw a different thing a unique thing you understand Absolutely. and it got to every home because i was singing with the way they understand absolutely in a land you understand? so it is I, one big thing one big thing that we need to do is trying to make people to have confidence in themselves, trying to let children have that confidence that even though if you have anything that is troubling you, or some some people will say, because I cannot speak good English, that's why I cannot explain if something bad has happened to me. Because they know if they mm -hmm. come out to explain, you'll be laughing at them. The that they are not, the you understand? So it is a very big thing. It's a very big point. Well, if you're joining us, this is Thinking Reimagined. And with us today is Daddy Shoki and of course Nikomi. And in all reality, what Daddy Shoki is talking about is about the importance of language, the importance of inclusion, the diversity of the country in which we exist. And we're going back to youth. The youth are important. Speaking a language that the youth understand or learning the language of the youth is absolutely important because that is how we can get the message across. Daddy Shoki, thank you for joining us. Nifemi, your thoughts? Daddy Shoki is here with us. Dr. Alma is here. The conversation started before it started. And I love it. <laughs> it is so real. You know, I met Daddy Shoki for the first time um, at the Thinking Remote, I mean, at the Live Abundantly event for the children. And he's so amiable, he's so down to earth. You, you know, it feels like I have met him in, in person before then. I was telling him that he was a guest on Galaxy TV the other, um, some, some years ago, a friend of mine had invited him. And long after the interview, Daddy Choki played with the guys, danced with them. Okay, hey, yes, I was dancing. Me. I was dancing with one of the... Cameraman. Yeah. Was dancing one of I still have that video. I have that video. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I still have that video. I was dancing, and that guy, that guy took me back memory lane because you see, today people fail to realize that you create things. When you create something, people try to modernize it, but you are still the creator. You understand? Mm -hmm. No matter the way people dance today, they try to build something out of galala music, try to build something out of it. And no matter whether they agree or not, people see, see symptoms of that issue in them. Mm. You understand? Absolutely. And, 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 Absolutely. and that is my joy. Right. I'm glad that you could make it down in person. Um, Dr. Amma, that issue is perhaps one of the one of the few guests that have made it down to 
where you are in person for this particular recording and that's amazing <laughs> we're, we're actually absolutely honored and humbled by his presence and uh, i know that uh, his presence on monday when we had the building building a brighter future for our children um the children could see themselves and they could relate to him and um, he gave them that inspiration and the courage that they need. You know, one of the things that we must do and encourage in all spheres of life is to encourage children to speak. The youth have so much to say. They have a different perspective on life. They see things that we don't see because we're older. There's innovation, there's talent. And we have to, as the stakeholders of this society of the world as a whole, begin to come up with ideas and concepts of how we can give them voice. The voice of youth, the voice of children, not only the voice of the children, of the future, excuse me, but the voice for change. And I am curious to find out that is Shoki's thoughts on giving youth children voice because that is so um, important right now. Yes, indeed. Uh, um, I want to get, get into that as fast as we can, because um, you know the last time we had that Shoki on our program, his, his energy was strong and good. You could feel it move across the crowd, particularly with the children. Let's talk about the music industry. Um, the fact that um, our conversation today revolves around music being a voice for the youth. A lot has happened over the years, Tadishoki. Um, young people, I still saw a video you made with, um, um, I think it was Kibi, and mm -hmm. then, what's this other guy's name? Um, I'm a new generation artist, and I saw the connection and the chemistry between you. It was the band, yes. I saw the video you made with the match recently online. What do you think has made young people revolutionize music as it is today in Nigeria? Because there are quite a number of them who are not only excelling well back in Nigeria and on the African continent, but as a matter of fact, they're given global music recognition. What do you think has made Nigeria I, I, that? I, I, that I will, I, I want to correct one impression for what you just said just now, music, is a movement. There's no generation that will say they revolutionized music. Music is a movement. It's like a creative, it's like you saying a fine artist has revolutionized fine art. No, music is a movement. It's a movement that from generation to generation, the way when you come out today and say you are the best musician, in, the very moment you are making that statement, a child is being born. And we, that we have its own gift or talent. Then when that child grows up, it will come and exhibit his talent. So from generation to, if you come from our time, our time and the time before us, there has been revolution of musicians. You understand me? But the truth is that I see stand on my word on role model role model who is your role model music like me when i was growing up 
the musician that I listen to his music, you won't believe me, it's called Dr. Sikora and the Barista. Wow. He's a Yoruba musician. I listened to his song because there was a lot of inspiration and hope in his song. There's this song that he played. Uh, that song has been in my head from when I was like uh, 14 years old, 15 years old, 14 years old. I will always put that song in my bag along to Shefunka in the it means God that that God that God that did it for the first twins, we do it for the second twins, then we do it for the third child that is coming. That means God does not do it for one person. Success is not for one person, it's for everybody. So that song has been in my head and it made me to work hard a lot in my life. So it depends on the type of message that you are picking from a song. You understand me? I guess you. Uh, I like the fact that, okay, Dr. Tama, please go yes. ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I think that's a very powerful statement because in a world where there's so much, um, the musical genre is, is wide, we have to be mindful of the lyrics because those lyrics can play a role in the life of those children or those youth members that are listening to it. And I don't know that many musicians take that into account when they put out things. Um, I know that I've always, as a, as a parent, as an adult, as an educationist, been very mindful of what music is playing in the background, even at our programs. If you notice, I okay. specify we do not want this sort of music in the background, anything that um, demoralizes a, a group of people that is misogynistic or promoting violence, we do not play it at our events. It's, it's banned at our events. But even in my home, I, I banned that in, in schools. I, I think that we have to be conscious of what we're putting out there because musicians, since we have a musician on today, musicians play a very vital role within communities and people look to them as role models. It's like sports athletes, people look to them so if you are the right role model and you want to be the right role model, then you must be mindful of what you're putting out because children are listening, the youth are listening. I mean, when you think about NSARS, there were particular songs that were being played at that time, at those events. They were the ones that inspire them. They were the ones that sent out a message of what it is that they stood for. So music is, is very vital. Music unifies people, but it can also give information, inspire and, and educate. So yes, I agree with that Ishoki that um, we must be mindful. What we ingest, what we listen to, you know, and what we put out there is important. So earlier on that Ishoki is of the opinion that no generation or no individual can actually lay claim to revolutionizing the music industry. However, what I've noticed is that there's an identity with, you know, a general of me. Like listening to all of your songs that is okay, you had a message. It wasn't just about the melody, it wasn't just about the galala dance, the dance hall, or what made people happy. Behind every song, there was a message. There's a song where you were talking about a woman who didn't have children and how, you know, patience yes. is a virtue. At some point, you mentioned about um, you know, there were some warnings, there were some yes. instructions. How are you concerned about what Dr. Ama just mentioned? The fact that 
many of our popular young artists today, as mm. melodious mm -hmm. as that with the songs are, there are songs that personally are not comfortable in this children heart because they are so let me tell you something. Yes. Some, some, something happened to me yesterday in my house. I had some visitors in my house yesterday. A lady came to my house yesterday and she was complaining about a daughter going into drugs and um, a lot of uh, influence. And she was telling me that this influence came from the daughter's um, um, boyfriend. You understand me? And I told him, what is the name of this, uh, your daughter's boyfriend? She showed me the guy on Instagram and I watched the guy's platform. And I saw the messages on this platform. And the messages on this guy's platform was, was about drugs. And the type of music that he was playing on his platform was all about musicians preaching about smoking and taking um, some, they, they were calling some type of um, drugs names. You understand? And just music today, the musicians will make money, they will become famous, they will make money, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, one thing they need to realize is that those drugs, they cannot give it to their own children to take it. You understand? They cannot give it to, yeah, to their yeah. own, they cannot give it to their own children. So it is a very, very important something that people need to know. The type of lyrics or the type of um, what you are presenting matters a lot. It does. It actually does. But however, what, how how do you think that um, we should react to this? Because there seems to be a thin line hmm. between uh, many years ago, I, I was in a particular school and we we're having a conversation about what makes a good song. And, you know, some people were of the opinion that music is about it's it's the music, not the lyrics. And the other people are saying, no, it is the lyrics, not the music. But over the years, we have seen how very strong lyrical music have shaped the thinking and the attitude of a generation. We seem to be at a time where our music is budding, is really growing, particularly among young artists. But mm. there's a big problem with these lyrics. How do you think that can be corrected in a way? It is, it is not, it, you see right now, what you people are doing, you are dancing to a beat, not the lyrics. Yeah. And once you get something will attract you to a music, either the beat or the lyrics. But once you get dancing to the beat, you start learning the lyrics. You understand me? So it is you digesting what you've learned from either the lyrics or the beat. And digesting it, it's a very important thing. It depends, it goes back to the lyrics of the song. So both of them work hand in hand. But for me, it's a generational thing. Are you saying that the lyrics, what do you mean by generational? That each generation is in tuned to certain lyrics? Like when we were growing up, I grew up through hardship. I grew up to I grew up in a society where things was not right and a lot of things was going on. And if back in my mind, deep in my mind, I say when I have the chance to talk, 
I will use my music as a tool to change the way people think about my neighborhood. You understand me? But this time, this time, the, what, the way they think and the way they see things is very, very important. Because for me, for me, you will be surprised. I won't, I won't say in our time there was no hard drugs. We we're not taking drugs or things like that. It was there, but it was not like you, you can come out boldly and put it in a song that you are a smoker. You do this. You, you understand what I'm saying? But this generation, they, are, they, they, they feel that they feel they are doing the right thing by being bold and saying it on, on international, on national TV and say, you are doing this habit, which is not a good thing. The challenges are still there, Dr. Ama, when you consider some of the issues that we're faced with as a nation. And one would think that music would serve, you know, that critical role of, um, more or less informing Nifemi, people. Nifemi, sorry to cut you. Sorry to cut yeah. you. You see, today I will tell you that there's a lot of songs with positive messages, but will the people listen to them? Uh -huh. <laughs> you understand me? And, and, and it boils to your talent again and your message. But yes. the artists themselves find out that the people like those type of songs, that's why they are dishing out those type so of it tunes. It is the people that are shaping the conversations they're having in their songs. Yes, because it is you, the people, you are the people that will buy the songs, you are the people that will listen, you are the people that will stream the songs. You understand? If, if I go and start singing a song about, about things, that is, things, things, uh, things that are going on in our society, you will not go and buy it. You will not go and stream it. I will tell you, if you listen, if you listen to most songs today, the type of song that people like, the type of song that people like is the song that are very negative. Mm. But it is not supposed to be like that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying messages. Messages is good, but sometimes you sing songs to relax people's moods too. Indeed. We're just saying that, of course, there are songs about love. There are songs that talk about you know, adulthood, there are songs about growing up. There are, there are many other songs that are not that serious, but not necessarily, you know, songs that are negative. For instance, you mentioned drugs. There are songs, for instance, that support drug abuse, that support domestic abuse. And those are the issues that we're talking about here. It's like, it's like there are just about two or three things that our young people sing about these days. They are singing about women, they're singing about drugs, and then how they can get as much money that they cannot even that normally they should not have at a particular age. But, but, but it, they are not the first. They are not the first people that started singing about wealth. Mm. Our society too. Our society. We come from a society where they worship wealth. Mm. And these children learn those things from somewhere. They saw it from somewhere. They saw it. They saw it growing up. So it is. It is. Some of us, too, we need to take the blame for that when it comes to the part of wealth. This is the Thinking Reimagined podcast, sponsored by Allied Empowerment. Allied Empowerment Consultancy offers leadership and innovation through bespoke human development solutions, brain-based leadership, and coaching. Allied Empowerment empowers business leaders, teams, and individuals 
who intentionally accentuate desired outcomes built on trust, curiosity, psychological safety, engagement, and communication. Allied empowerment, thriving in a sustainable and valued manner. You know, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, that is okay. I'll wait for that you. That is why I always talk about who is your role model. Very powerful statements being made here. But um, here's the thing: we live in a society, a global society, a digitalized society, and the information that's being fed and being exchanged is very superficial. How do you look? What car are you driving? What are you eating? Um, what are you buying? What are you reading? It's very consumer focused. And the, the um, age bracket that's being targeted that has that kind of money to spend frivolously are really the youth between 18, 19 to about 35, 40. They're the ones that the music industry is really focused on more than anything else. As a matter of fact, I said eight, 17, 18, it's gone down to about 13, 12, because they're listening to the, they're listening to the music. Yeah, and then yeah. you go on Instagram, and what are you seeing on Instagram? Instagram, all of the social media, I don't want to pick on Instagram, but on social media, what you're seeing is not real, and people don't realize that. And that's what they're picking up on. That's what they're feeding on. They want the bag that they just saw this artist or this person carrying. They want the watch that that person is wearing. They want that feel-good moment that's being advertised. And so when you look at the way people are branding themselves, because that's what it is, you're branding yourself or companies are branding things to get the revenue you begin to recognize that if you don't understand the reality around attaining that kind of wealth and the way to go around getting it, you lose touch with what is important. We're talking about financial wealth, money, not the wealth that carries on long after the money is gone, which is really a sense of fulfillment. And we really need to change mindsets. We need young people. We need people thinking about doing things that will be part of their legacy and that will be fulfilling. Because at the end of the day, musicians will change, styles will change, yes. things will change. But at the end of the day, I always ask people, what is your purpose? What is your intention? And what is going to give you a meaningful, fulfilling life? Acquiring wealth, showing off, um, and all of those kinds of things will not bring you a deep sense of fulfillment. So we're back to this whole thing of what is the role of musicians? What is the role of social media? And how is it shaping life for youth and for children, not just in Nigeria, but globally, because we're all globally connected now? Indeed. Um, talking about social media, uh, I see that Daddy Shoki enjoys a lot of following, you know, on some of these platforms. I was checking you out on Instagram just earlier today, and, you know, you have hundreds of thousands of people following you. Uh, for you, I know that you see these platforms as a media to reach out to a younger generation and also impact them, just like the inspirational speech you gave at the Live Abundantly event the other day, yeah. emphasizing why and how role model is key. But for many young people, 
It is the numbers. And just like Dr. Ama said, we are now in a generation where it matters how many people are following you. And people will do just anything, you know, to get the following. Because usually, if you preach the right messages, you're not going to be followed. You have to be controversial. You have to, you know, do certain things to enjoy that following. How much impact, however, do you see social media having on the quality of music and the messages that are being preached uh, with, this, with, with these new songs that show up? Let me, let me be honest with you. I'm talk, I want to talk from the perspective of a musician. Social media have made the world a single place where you can spread your messages in one dial from your bedroom to the world. And you see that has helped the musicians a lot, especially in our country. And it, it, it has helped them to take their music to a different level and a different angle. You understand me? But you see, you still need to think the other side too. Now, social media is a place whereby you should be careful about what you put on social media because Nothing in, on, on social media, there's nothing that do, everything you post will be there forever. One day you will just be there, you, you, you have an, an ambition to become something, you just pull out something that you've done 20 or 30 years ago, you'll say, this is you on social media. You understand? Like, but for me, I still see that Social media has become a weapon for the common man to express their, mind, their minds too. You understand me? Because you will be surprised that this social media have saved our people a lot because it is not controlled by the government. It's not controlled by anybody. It is controlled by, yeah, for, but right now they are regulating it in one way because like for me too, I have, um, right now I'm, I'm trying to establish my own platform. It's called Confirmate. And Confirmate is like a interactive social media platform, which I my problem right now is that I, I am telling my team that we need to control because me, I want to spread out positive messages to people, not negativity. Because that is what is destroying the world. Indeed. Another thing I'd like us to talk about very quickly is um, this thing about every young person wanting to do music. I've had, in, you know, I've had to interact with young people who are not even interested in, in furthering their studies in school because someone told them they can sing. Unfortunately, many of them, when you hear them, it's not as if they really cannot sing, but maybe they really are not gifted in that. Life. I'm, I'm sure you have watched all these talent shows where some guy will come and say, you know, they can, you can sing and sing and then eventually sing rubbish. What do you say to young people who, who are passionate about music? Uh, How important Femi, is getting Femi, an education? Music, music is the only profession that welcomes everybody. Just take it from me. Music is the only profession that welcomes everybody. Which whether you can profession, sing or not. Uh, uh, no, wait. Whether you have a qualification or not, music welcomes okay. you. And music is a very vast profession where you have, if, if you cannot sing, you can be a instrumentalist, you can be mm. a producer, you can be a songwriter, 
you can be a lot of lawyer. things. It mm. can be so many. It's a very broad profession. But you see, it is very hard for you to tell somebody that you cannot sing. Because what, what do you mean? Sing, singing is sound. It's sound. It depends on the way you want to deliver your message. So you, you can bring somebody to a talk show today and tell the person that you are not a talented, you, you don't know how to sing. But next tomorrow, this person can do combination of sounds and produce a tune that will go all over the world. You understand me? So that is what music is about. So it is very hard for you to call somebody and say this person cannot sing. Because everybody has a gift. It depends on the angle that you're looking need from. But what advice would you give young people who, for instance, love what you do? Uh, you know, you take a look at that Shoki, for instance, and find out that you, you were born in, in 19, 1970, right? Yes. August 4, 1970. Am I right? Yes, yes. I'm alive. Oh, my God. You're weak. You are way over 50 now and you're still very energetic. You're still, you still can move a crowd. I mean, I saw you with the children the other day mm. and it's amazing, you know, how energetic the crowd was when you held the mic. What would you say to young people who mm. are inspired by your crafts and who would like to have a music career? What would you say are the biggest secrets that you like to share with them? Is that I love the stage. First of all, I love the stage and I love what I am doing. And I believe in what I am doing. You understand me? I started music, I started entertainment, entertaining people from 1976. I was six years old when I started entertaining. Wow. You won't believe it. I was wow. six years old. By then I used to, I started from acrobatic, acrobat, I used to be an acrobat. You understand? But with, as time goes on, I started developing it by from my secondary school days because back then in our school, you have a um, cultural group, a, a cultural association in the school. You have um, literary and debating society in one aspect. So all these things were built through schools. You understand? And back in those days, the school, manage, the school manage, management board, the ministry, they used to have school competitions, cultural day competitions for schools and which they used to take most of us there. That's where, we, that's where we started from, you understand? And But today, it is not a day job to build what you're seeing, the daddy shoki you're seeing. So, and that is one thing I need to let these children know. It is not, it is not when you see a musician and things, he just started it one day. It must be something you build with time. So if you want to be like me, you must be ready to humble yourself and Go, grow gradually. Not you want to be immediately. You want to be famous immediately. You grow gradually. Mm. Uh, of course, that's how to build something that will last. Another thing I like you to share with us is your comeback story because I know there was a time that you had an accident and you were bedridden. And for so many people like you, they don't they don't come back. You know, there are many successful artists in the past who. I've had challenges and that was the last we heard of them. There must be something that brought you back. I mean, you mentioned that you shook it today and you are still a star anywhere. And the, the, what would the you truth, say is that thing that kept you going? The truth is, does, is that my past makes my present. Mm. 
always remember, I always remember where I'm where I'm coming from, my neighborhood, the way I grew up, and things that I went through. And anytime I remember it, I humble myself and I work hard more. And I will tell you when I had that accident, <laughs> it was very serious that I don't believe that I work anymore. But my anytime I just remember that I came from from ghetto to grace. Uh, I worked double, and and I thank God for for and good people because it is not me alone. It is good people, my team, and everybody that was encouraging me. That don't worry, a lot of things is coming. Is Daddy Shoki is not just a musician now. We are going into movies. We're doing and confirm made. That is the platform too, and we're shooting a movie right now by the grace of God, and that movie. Is going to be taking us to a different angle. And this movie, we're going to be discovering a lot of young people that are ready to become actors. Not that, not that we will have to bring only popular faces. No, I believe in building people, discovering new people. Because those popular faces started one day. Daddy Shoki started one day. Don't look Daddy Shoki and say, there's no, there's some people, talented people, people that are talented than me, that are still in that trenches that need to be discovered. From Ajegunle to the world. From Ajegunle to the world. And, you know, one of the things that Dede Shoki has emphasized today is, you know, the youth people, and I keep saying youth and children, because I want them to recognize their passion. What is your passion? What is your talent? Be willing to put the time into it. There was a book written by Michael Malcolm Gladwell, uh, maybe about 10 years ago, called The Outliers. If anyone can get their hands on that book, read it. Because what he talks about is the amount of time and dedication that you must give to anything that you perceive to be your gift, your talent. And every single person has it. Every single person was born with a gift. The question is harnessing your gift and putting it to good use. You know, the, the people that are doing Yahoo, Yahoo, the hackers, they all have a gift. They've just decided that's the way they wish to use their gift. But if you have a gift, then harness it, persevere, be steadfast, surround yourself with those who will support you. Recognize that they will be detractors. I'm tongue-tied today. I don't know why. Is it Daddy Shoki that's tightening my mouth? <laughs> detractors but look for those that will support you and get you to where you're going i did say Absolutely. not to go they're those that will show you the way and they're those that will tell you the way you have to decide do you want them to show you the way or do you want them to tell you the way either way you're going to take a path and where it takes you is based on who you are your history your family, your community, and what you want for yourself. It all is in your hands. It's Doctor, how you use it. Doctor, you see, there's one publication I saw somebody did on social media. And this, um, the owner of uh, Mike Zukabe came to Nigeria. And they did a publication that it should not go to my neighborhood. Should not go, they were pointing on that publication, it should not go to Ajigule. That thing touched me that why would they want to mock 
a place and they are using my neighborhood. And I went back and said, what can I do to prove to these people that anybody, no matter where you come from, Mike Zuckerberg started Facebook from his mother's garage. Mm -hmm. If a business, if a business that was started from his mother's garage, make him to become, became one of the richest people in the world, that that neighborhood that you are mocking, I came out from that neighborhood and I became successful. And I'm going to set up something, the same thing that that guy is doing. And I will set up my own with my own ideas. And that is why I'm doing Confirm Made. And Confirm Made is to let every young child, even the one doing Yahoo, because you are a talented person. You can build something positive. It does not mean you should do fraud. You understand me? It does not mean you should do fraud. You can, to, you, you can build a software. You can build so many things because it is, they are very creative. You understand? And there was a time I went to the EFCC. I told them that you'll be arresting these boys, but what rehabilitation are you giving to them? Because one day they will come back to the society. What our people, we always feel like arresting people, arresting young, young uh, people. You are arresting them. What rehabilitation? Because these people are not normal. Because they see, they see wealth like success. Wealth, you see, wealth is not success. You can be wealthy, but you are not successful. That's right. That was one thing people don't know. You can be a wealthy person, but you are not successful in life. Mm. You understand? So that is why I'm doing, that's why I'm doing Confirm Made. That is why I'm doing something that these young people will say, okay, that is okay. What generation he, he has done this? Because we need to let these children to have positive role models, not people that throw money in the air, fling money in the air, and that, those are the type of role models that they see. When I was growing up in my neighborhood, the role model that we used to know, I will tell you today, are armed robbers, killers, gunmen, people selling drugs. That was the type of role model that we have in my neighborhood when we were growing up. But when the likes of Samson Siasia started playing football, they became, they went to all, they went to the Nations Cup, they went to uh, Jonathan Akobre, they went to under 17 in China. Children from our neighborhood started seeing these people say, okay, these people came from our neighborhood, but they came play football. They started playing football. They went into football. Okay, when Daddy Shoki, when I released my solo album and everybody in the country accepted me and they said, okay, if this man can come out from this ghetto and become like this, we too will go into music. That's why a lot of people went into music today. And you see, so it depends on the type of role model that these children are seeing. What these children are seeing, these children are seeing people frustrated and, and thugs, thugs, becoming successful and they will be they will be they will be working with the cream de la cream of the society. Mm. So so mm. what do you want the student to do? They'll be throwing money. So it is high time we start doing things to change because that is the only that is the only way you can change the country and the mindset of the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we have to go now, but I like Dr. Ahmad to make one more comment because we saw Leave abundantly gathered uh, about 500 school children in Lagos. And that was where we saw Daddy Shoki share a powerful, inspirational story. Mm -hmm. What's the future relationship like? Um, 
between that Shoki and liver bonded because that <laughs> seems to <laughs> seem to have a lot a lot in his pocket that we haven't seen yet. <laughs> We're building on that relationship. We're going to collaborate on things. Um, we we collectively have a passion for children and youth, and um, like I said, is changing the mindset. But we have to start with the children and and have intergenerational conversations we need the stakeholders to recognize that the youth the children they play a role in the development of a nation and they play a role in the sustainability of humanity but we're going to be doing some things together and i'm so glad that he has come to our office today to have this conversation Absolutely. Doctor, I need to thank you for what you are doing because you see, we need to show these children that somebody, somebody at the care about them. You understand? And I thank you and your team and everybody what you guys are doing. And I thank you before even inviting me to that occasion because I saw some things that touched me. Most many children go to private schools. They go to private school because their parents are wealthy. Those children that came to that place were not children from private schools. They were children from the public schools. So you will know when you will know what people are going through. You, because you are successful, you can take your children abroad. You have money. You have this, but you won't know. But what you are doing, you are not doing it for children in the private school. You brought children from children from Ajegule, children from different parts of uh, uh, Lagos together. And you know, look, if you go to a private school. There are janitors taking care of toilets and things like this. Children were telling you that they don't have water, flushing water in their school. So it, it touched me a lot. That is why anytime you call on me, I'll be there. I will say wow. Wow, fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you Thank so much. You so much. You. <laughs> really appreciate you. With that, Shuku can go on and on, but we have to go so that we can have another episode with him in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for. Kelvin and uh, I like everyone to watch out for snippets from that event that we we'll, that we're all talking about. It's going to be on our social media platform at Live Abundantly Eight and on YouTube Live Abundantly. You need to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can see all of the content that we're talking about. A big thank you, everyone. The time I get to see you again, Daddy Shoki. Great, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. See you guys some other time. Bye. This has been a Thinking Reimagined podcast. The executive producer is Dr. Amma. Co-producer Peter Amon Boyle. And it is moderated by Nifemi Okuntoye. The podcast is edited by Nelkan and supervised by Dun Sokwa. Thinking Reimagined emphasizes the importance of transformational conversations which have as their aim the bringing about of the rich diversity of thoughts and most importantly, powerful and applicable effective solutions and change. The views, opinions and contributions of the panelists are exclusively theirs and do not reflect the opinions of thinking reimagined producers or personnel. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening and, and we, we hope you have enjoyed, enjoyed this episode. episode. We invite you to subscribe to Thinking Reimagined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and other outlets. We look forward to presenting another riveting episode 
next week. Think and Reimagine podcast is produced by Live Abundantly. We welcome your thoughts and invite you to visit our website, livesabundantly.com. Or you can follow us on social media on Live Abundantly 8. Think Thinking Reimagined, changing the mindset, the mindset for, for a better, better global, global society. society.